0: hello and welcome to the tremendously awkward podcast i'm dan barry you recording yet
1: or did you did you hit play or whatever
0: are we still doing this We did you do it yet oh yeah how long ago am, am i behind we are about 13 seconds in i think oh
1: um did you do the introduction yet or no
0: Hello, and welcome to the Tremendously Awkward Podcast. I'm Dan Barry. So that's
1: a yes, you did
0: do the introduction? Yes,
1: yes, yes, I did. All right, cool. All right, yeah, so anyway, uh, podcast time, right?
0: Wow, Bill, you are a natural at this. <laughs> that's wow. all I got to say. I got to see Bill today. What a day. Did you? I don't remember that. Yeah, I showed up at your house. You were sleeping. I just watched I was, you sleep for I, a while. That's right. Yeah, surprise. Just,
1: happens often.
0: Yeah, you're real you're a real creep when you sleep. Yeah. I uh I was on, I was out camping again, because that's what I do now. Uh, by camping I of course mean renting a cabin that has air conditioning. And I decided to swing by old Billy's house and Billy made me some breakfast. He made me some ham and eggs, uh some hash browns. Oh. And then uh some croissants hmm because That's Bill a- forgot to tell his girlfriend I was coming by, and therefore they had to find what was available in the house for them to cook for me, which I would have been fine just ordering an egg sandwich.
1: I take care of my guests, okay.
0: You don't take care of your girlfriend who had no idea I was showing up with my dog. <laughs>
1: she knew. She knew. she just forgot, you know, she had no idea. Yeah, so no, uh, idea. It's been an exciting week. Um, I mentioned this to you before, but, um, I've been seeing, you know, the three letters WAP around, like all over the place and stuff, and I didn't really know what it was at first. Yep. And then I found out it was a song. And at first I was like, geez, that's really pretty, like, not good. I mean, making a racist song about Italians, like that's that how 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 can you get away with that in 2020 you know so that's what i assumed the song was it was just like a racist song against italians but then i looked into it deeper and um it's, it's the complete opposite actually
0: um yeah no it's it's not racist <laughs> yeah i love that you, that you... <laughs> oh god <laughs> Have you listened to the song?
1: I did. I did listen to the song. And uh, because I listened to the song, I went out and got a mop and a bucket. And now I, uh, I actually just pee everywhere. Um, I, had, I had no idea, no, you know, nothing to do with the song. I have a problem where I just constantly piss all over the place. So I have to, I had to get a mop and bucket so I could clean my house properly. But I'll say, you know, for the sake of the podcast that I bought a mop and bucket just because I heard this song.
0: Good. Good. Uh, yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad that that is a problem that you have and you have to. Did you read Ben Shapiro's response to it? No, I uh,
1: I, I, I I've taken I don't, know, I don't I don't really look at social media the past two weeks. I just can't take it anymore. Everything, politics, everything. I just I just I need I need a little break. You know, I yeah, you know, I
0: just really use it to to every now and then uh, tweet that we have a show or a podcast and then remind you that we have one so that you can tweet about it too.
1: Yeah, so I usually just retweet and that's it, then I don't look yeah, at it anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah, bare minimum. Bare minimum out of you. Um but I it I had not heard the song and then I had heard I heard the song a little bit. Like I would heard of the song. But then I heard the actual whole song, and I was like, this is not even worse than, like, my neck, my back, like, my pussy, and my crack. Like, that. that's also there. Like, I feel like people forget that there are some songs out there that are a lot more vulgar. Oh, yeah. What was
1: that other one? Like, Put It In My Mouth? Or, yeah, Put It In Your Mouth.
0: Put It In Your Mouth. In your what? motherfucking man. <laughs> That's cool. You just eat me. Out. I'm a real good singer, Bill.
1: You are a good singer.
0: Yeah, I know. Really there are a few are. things I know about in the world. One, lizard people are real, and two, I'm a good singer. Yes, of course. No need to state the obvious, Billy. What's the Bill obvious? And I, we still haven't made plans for our October getaway there, big guy.
1: Oh yeah, well one of these days, we'll figure it out.
0: Good. <laughs> It'll be October. Like, you want to just come <laughs> over and watch TV? Yeah, sure, <laughs> Bill. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Did you invite anyone else? Ah, I forgot. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't remember that stuff. I got good news. You have good news? Let's hear I the good knew. news. The good news I have is that we have more voicemails on our Anchor Pro. Oh, man. Have you listened to these yet? No. No. Better. I'm ending it on Hunter B. Hunter B is back. Oh, jeez. Hunter, boy. If if you're a fan of the podcast, first off, thank you. (laughs) Secondly, you know about the tale of Hunter B, who has turned from an older man into a young boy right before our very eyes and has a... insulted both bill and myself so he'll be the he'll be the the cherry on the ice cream sundae i'm gonna let you know i have not listened to any of these i have Mm -hmm. the first one's 59 seconds long Mm -hmm. and then we have another one that's 18 seconds long and we have another one that's 48 seconds long so these could literally be anything this might be offensive this might be anything i don't know i haven't listened to it i refuse to listen to it because i feel like that's part of this that we need to address if yeah. I feel like at any point it is a little off the rails, I might stop it. But I I don't Fuck it. don't know. It. So let's first start with John Pasco. John Pasco sent a 59 second message.
1: Victor Pasco is that what the guy's name? is? Manny Pacquiao. Victor Pasco. Nope.
0: Yep. John John Pasco. Uh, it, the title is I just got. I, I'm sorry. I got cut off talking about jobs. Let's, uh, let's hit play.
2: Hey, boys. Uh, it's John. I am uh, the ring announcer you guys might know from interspecies wrestling. But uh, I just wanted to talk to you guys real quick about jobs. Um, from the ages of about 16 on, I worked at a country club. Um, I started as a busboy, became a bartender. Uh, some real highlights of the job was seeing Frankie Valley make teenage girls cry.
0: Ooh, Frankie Valley.
2: I vomited for the first time, uh, drinking with the father of a kid I went to school with. I watched someone become impregnated. I watched a pregnant woman do drugs and drink tequila.
0: Hello, Long Island. I
2: used to cut chef's hair for weed uh, and all kinds of things. Uh, it's something as an adult you know, I kind of wish I can go back to, but I don't think as an adult my body uh, could handle that much drinking on a daily
0: on a daily basis. I imagine he was going to finish off, with it. it cut off at the fifty nine second mark. Um, I I remember we used, when I used to be a busboy at a uh, place called the coach Light Cafe, which is also known as the Smithtown Cafe in Bellmore, New York, and um, we did all sorts of errands for drugs. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like hey, I need someone to, to go get me a pack of cigarettes. I was only 16 at the time, but I felt I could go to you know 711 and I'll come back and they'd give me weed. And that was it.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, there was there's there's been a few times where I've had to uh corner certain people off from the public so they can do drugs um in private and uh used to have to – I'm assuming it was either a money pickup or a drug drop-off, but, you know, I I worked, as you know, down in the city at some nightclubs. And there were some higher-end people. um, I used to work with a few Saudis. Saudi princes and there were quite there was
0: uh, oh well, you, ball, you all princes together <laughs> what do you mean work with you mean work for I think you mean for
1: no <laughs> no 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 we work together we
0: hand in hand
1: team. hand in hand this guy actually um I forgot his name but I don't want to look him up because I actually think that he has ties to nine eleven. 11 um <laughs> Jesus and, Christ. Yeah, yeah that, that 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 came out like not too long ago He might be dead. He might have gotten killed. I'm not 100% sure. But he loved cranberry juice. He loved cranberry juice so much that he had his personal guy fly to and from Saudi Arabia every three days to get him a certain type of cranberry juice. That's all he would drink. Um, But yes, going back, there were also some times where they were, you know, they stayed later than, you know, after we had closed down and stuff and they wanted to keep drinking and partying and stuff. And there were a few times where I had to take one of the guys' cars, drive somebody to a hotel, wait for them for about a half hour, and then they come back in the car, and we go back to the club. I am just assuming that it must have been drugs or whatever
0: money. No, you it were aiding didn't... and abetting a terrorist.
1: Yes, pretty much. Uh but I always keep I was, you know, I was telling myself at the time, he's like, He just has to go to the bed. You know, he probably does not like to use public toilets, so he has to go back to his hotel to take a shit. That's it. You know, no big deal. Um, but yeah, I uh, definitely dealt with—I'm assuming—some very shady stuff back in the uh, the, 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 the the nightclub days, if you will. Um, I do you uh,
0: do you remember your first experience? I don't think you've ever done cocaine. I, I think we've spoken about this. I don't think you've ever done cocaine. Do you remember your first experience near cocaine? near cocaine my first experience
1: i don't know it's i i it's it's always been around i don't really remember the first time i saw somebody doing cocaine
0: mine was at a usa pro show (laughs) oh nice (laughs) i i'm not gonna name the wrestlers because boy oh boy um I feel like I get in a lot of trouble. I have two funny experiences with cocaine. One, I've never done it, but one, the first funny experience was I went to a USA Pro show, and it was on like a Friday or whatever, and I walked into the the um, locker room, and it appeared, from my perspective, that a certain male wrestler was doing cocaine off of another female wrestler's buttocks.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: <laughs> the One of the people in question is no longer involved in wrestling. One kind of is. Um, and I, I walked in. I mean, look, they could have been doing something else. I I'll just put that there because you never actually know. That being said... <laughs> I don't think it was something else. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I walked in on somebody doing cocaine off of another person's ass, and I didn't know how to handle that Mm because I was 18 years old. I was, uh, you know, I had smoked weed a lot. I hadn't started doing any pain pills yet, but that was was the first moment. I want to give Bill a hint, but I don't know if he's going to get it right away. So let me think. Hold on one
1: second. I mean, that's really, that's really obvious. Yes, that's, that's insanely obvious. So, Dan, <laughs> Dan, Dan just, he gave me a hint, so I'm going to tell everybody that this was male gorgeous George doing cocaine off female gorgeous George's ass. Yeah, and yeah,
0: he, that, that that's exactly it, what happened. <laughs> and, <laughs> It was weird, because we were all like, I thought you were dead. And he's like, give me that cocaine. And he just chased her yeah. down. Yeah, he was 103 years old at the time, too. <laughs> <laughs> the second time, uh, I feel like you remember, because uh, we had done uh, extra work for a show in New York, and another uh, television wrestler... <laughs> to a bar we were sitting at. There were fans everywhere. He goes, Who's got cocaine? <laughs> and he just ran through this bar in Manhattan, just screaming at people. Hey, can you get me Coke? And I was like, What the fuck? <laughs> like
1: Yeah, that same person, um I remember also the first time I ever met him, before he even like he didn't say hi or whatever. He, he asked me where if I knew any place to get cocaine around here. And that was probably like two thousand 2009, 2010.
0: <laughs> it's fucking a... hilarious. Yes. Yeah, and just... uh, no, we're not going to give names because I'm going to give
1: names because I give a shit anymore. This wrestler who had appeared on television and might still appear on television goes by the name George Hackenschmidt. <laughs>
0: That's right. That son of a bitch. These old-timey wrestlers in their nose candy. <laughs> Back in my day, this was in soda.
1: <laughs> Remember when uh, they used to... I was talking to somebody yesterday about pow-pow. Do you know what pow-pow is?
0: No, but go on.
1: It's a uh, mix between cocaine and gunpowder. And um, that's the what thing that- uh, the apartheid... Uh, forces child soldiers to snort before they go into battle and just start killing people.
0: Are you sure it's the apartheid? Yes. Are you sure that's not just a word that you know of and then tied it to child soldiers? Because apartheid had nothing to do with child soldiers. (laughs) you sure? Apartheid was the separation of blacks and whites in South Africa. Uh, Lethal Weapon 2's subplot was about about free South Africa, you dumb son of a bitch. You dumb son of a bitch. With Joe Pesci and Danny Glover. Uh, I guess it wouldn't be a subplot so much as a scene.
1: Whatever. It's whatever. I don't give a shit.
0: Yeah. Child so born. pow,
1: pow. Pow, pow, yeah. Bill.
0: Yeah. And an apartheid the... fueling drug. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Whatever. Sometimes you're hilarious. (laughs) Just
1: (laughs) (laughs) whatever. The army over there. They fucking. That's what they give the child soldiers to uh, before they go into battle.
0: My God. You know what's funny? I just realized like how many wrestlers are gonna DM me and be like, "Who? So who was it? (laughs) It was me. It was you. Just say it was you. It was actually me. I was doing coke off of Tara Charisma's ass. Yes, of course. A lot of people will be like, oh, the DOI message boards were correct.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: we have two more voicemails. Let's go to the voicemail number two. By the way, thanks, John. Uh, he's a really good ring announcer at uh, ISW, so if you guys need ring announcing, um, hit up John. John Pascoe. Next is uh, Stephen McGann. I don't, oh, big Big Steve. It's 18 seconds long, so hopefully it's dynamite. Hear me out on this. Team Tremendous used to be cops. Now, fishermen.
2: Captain Bill Carr, the navigator Dan Barry, Team Tremendous.
0: I feel like this is a shout back to Ken Scampi when he was a fisherman. <laughs> I mean, I'm not
1: a, I'm not opposed to being a fisherman.
0: That I I have I have been spending a fair amount of time trying to think of what our post uh, apocalypse team tremendous what if we just became post-apocalyptic warriors but like like two middle-aged men who decided that they were now suddenly post-apocalyptic warriors. Yeah, that like, I
1: mean that's fine. We can do
0: that. Like we're wearing like LOD equipment, but we're all both wearing polo shirts underneath it. <laughs>
1: Not a bad idea.
0: <laughs> we're trying to recruit Dan the Dad. Like, look, we got we got to get this going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm trying to think about the post um, COVID team tremendous. Um, we um maybe
1: we're drug lords who also uh are leaders of a cult that practice human sacrifice and cannibalism.
0: <laughs> and which movie is this?
1: <laughs> well, this is a real, this is a real person. Who? Um, hold on, let me pull it up.
0: I thought you were going to pull up the Charles Manson book again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Adolfo Costanzo. Mm. That was his name.
0: Which one of us is Adolfo? <laughs>
1: Um we could we could take turns.
0: I feel like you can keep the, keep the Adolfo. I'm good with it.
1: O- okay, I'll be Adolfo then.
0: Does he have a, does he have a partner in crime?
1: Um yes. Her name is Sarah Alderite. So yes, you can be Sarah.
0: I will be Sarah. <laughs> yeah. Adolfo <laughs> and Sarah and then we'll call ourselves uh Pookie and Sebastian. <laughs> All right, now Bill. Uh huh. I hope you're ready for Hunter B, because I'm pretty sure he's gonna make fun of me, or you, or both, or he's gonna say something that's not gonna be cool. <laughs> Schedule this, it. I can't wait. I know. Ready? Okay, Hunter B. Hey guys, it's Hunter. I'm back. I know it's been a while since I came on your show and dunked on you, but uh, yeah, I've just been busy crushing it all summer. You know, kissing party after kissing party after kissing party. Knowing that's a grown man makes me more uncomfortable. I want to put that out there. It's just fucking awesome. Fuck COVID, am I right? So anyway, there's one girl, total babe. She's now my girlfriend, and uh, you know she's on vacation with her family now, but she's been texting me some real dirty stuff. And she said, once school starts back up, she wants to do a lot more with me, right? So, you know, I figured I'd come on the show and ask you guys if you had any special tips or any special moves that you like to do with a girl or, you know, maybe with a guy. I don't know, it's 2020, maybe maybe both. Um, But, yeah, like, you know, any advice on maybe something I should do once she comes back and, uh, you know, we, we decide to take the next step. I feel like the FBI just listened to us play that.
1: Yes. Yes. um so I guess I'm gonna go ahead and say you should just maybe buy coloring books and color for a bit instead of yeah. doing other things
0: yeah. yeah I at the at your age uh the the sexiest thing is abstinence <laughs> so, so just stay away from everyone yes um it, it makes it worse that you know that's an adult and it makes it worse that he's talking about going to kissing parties, and it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, wants well, advice. You want me to give advice to an adult who's talking about kids kissing parties? <laughs> Chris oh. Hansen is going to walk into this room right now. He's going to yell at me. Yes,
1: yes, he is.
0: Did you did you have a a go to move? When you uh, when you would pick up women, a go-to move by pick up women, I mean like hit on a woman to try and continue talking to her. I don't, I don't mean like while I'm out there like you know whoring it up. This was my, this was my shit.
1: Well, honestly, whenever I went out to party, I just went out to fucking get as shit faced as possible. We believe really that hooking up with any with anybody, um. If it happened, it happened. If it didn't, who gives a shit? As long as I'm having a good time partying and drinking with the boys, you know? Um, but let's see. I go to... Um, what What did it? What was it? I did it a few times, and it never worked. but I just thought it was funny. Um, I'd go on up to women and, and say, hey, look at you looking like
0: yourself. Yeah, That was the one I was waiting for. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look at you looking like yourself. <laughs> They're like, wait, what?
1: And I'll just walk away because I don't have anything else to say after that.
0: Really drunk Dan Barry really liked walking up to women and going, hey, somebody farted. Let's get out of here. <laughs> no one. No one ever been. <laughs> it was never.
1: Uh, another one was you up to a girl. Whispering to her ear, hey, baby, I got to take a shit. What's your name?
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'll get him.
1: Oh, yeah, that'll do it.
0: I had a friend in uh, high school who was very competent young man. Uh, he was like a big uh, football player. He ended up being somewhat successful. Um, and he would go to the bars, and he only talked to like older women. And what he did was, and so when I say bigger, I mean, like, he's bigger than Bill as a person, like, size-wise. Uh, and a woman kind of, like, gave him a, was there, I guess she was on a date with another guy who was, like, older also. Uh, and she kind of looked at my friend and uh, kind of passively. And then he, uh, <laughs> he he drunkenly put his finger in her mouth <laughs> while she was talking. <laughs> And when she like looked at him, he was like, "Shh, stop it, stop it, you're naughty." He walked away, and we're like, "Wait, did you just put your finger in someone's mouth?" He goes, "I don't know what came over me." That night, the two of them left together, and <laughs> he like she like left her date. She went with it with my with my buddy, and we're just we're just sitting there in literally in the bar. Wait, that worked. (laughs) (laughs) There are certain people that get away with certain things, Mm -hmm. and that is the one thing I think he could get away with that none of us could. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I've I don't know, man. Like, I never had like moves, cause like I I feel like you need you need to be like. I, um, for me, you have to talk to me, and you either like my humor and you don't, and then from that yeah. point, you that's it. It's, it's, this is either we're going to continue speaking or we're not, and that's going to be the whole conversation. I'm not like the push people out of the room in a bar to go over and talk to you guy. I'm the, I heard him say something while I was eavesdropping his conversation, and I thought it was funny, and that's as close as it gets for me.
1: Yeah. Or yeah, pulling my dick out. <laughs> well, well yeah, they... so. <laughs> yeah, I... Uh... I don't really have anything either. Like, how I met my girlfriend now, um, I met her at the bar that I used to work at up in Albany. At this point, I had not been in Albany visiting. She so you're just there. an older
0: guy going back to your college bar. Cool. Okay, go ahead.
1: Yeah, of course. <laughs> but older is in, like, I left two years prior. No, you,
0: you were in WWE, and then you came back. So yeah. you met her. Did you meet her when you were still signed or after
1: no, oh, after it was like it was literally right at right right when I got when, right right when I moved back to New York. I was going up to Saratoga and decided to stop in Albany for the night to hang out with a few friends who uh, were all working because it was a, like a Thursday, and oh, yeah. uh, so I just had to go to the bar by myself and hang out by myself. And she was with a friend who was friends with a guy that worked there. So I was like, oh, he's here, so let me just go sit down with them. And I sat down. Just, I. Don't, I I think I just introduced myself, and I think I ate her leftovers, and uh, it was Look. sparks flu after that.
0: love ever since. She
1: actually, she thought that I was, like, drinking water all night long, because I told her, you know, I'm a wrestler and all this, so she was like, oh, he's probably, you know, just staying hydrated, and he's probably dieting and stuff. Little did she know, I was drinking paint glasses full of vodka, <laughs> and I have never been more hungover in my entire <laughs> life than I was that next day. I was puking in my friend's shower to the point where it wasn't going down the drain anymore. And there was about an inch and a half thick of puke in this whole shower that I had to uh, stomp down the drain because it wasn't going anywhere.
0: Here's this love that I'm feeling. Here's this love. Uh-huh. And
1: oh, it's, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been good ever since.
0: That's love, man. That's that's what uh, I'm trying to think of. This like, I mean, have I, I think I told the story about the girl who stole my watch
2: on uh, a yes. date. Yes.
0: Um, there was one uh one girl I was I don't know what it was NYWC, like early days. Um, and there was a, a girl who we met, um, a woman who we met at uh a she came to the show in Deer Park, and we went out to a bar afterwards. And like she was being pulled across by like two other wrestlers. Um, I don't know. Could I say name, name? I'm not gonna name names because I don't want to be a dick in this one. Uh, but it was, she was like two got two male wrestlers were like pulling her in either direction to like get her to, you know, continue to speak to them. And uh, I literally walked up to her and I went you want to leave? And she's like, yes, and that was how, <laughs> that was my, my pickup. We're still friends. Her and I are still friends to this day, but it's very funny. Like that was my, my sweet pickup move was like, yo, you, you good? You want to get out of here? She's like, yes, I will leave right now. <laughs> if you just say so. No. Oh my goodness. Oh, Billy. Yep. 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 That's love, man. What was your first date with Kate? Where was it? Yeah, what was it like? Well, tell me tell me about it.
1: Um, I think we just like met up at Starbucks one day, and we realized that we lived like a half hour away from each other, and um, that's all I remember. I don't remember a lot, Dan. I don't know if you know this, but uh, I forget a lot of things very quickly.
0: Mm, a stereotypical white people first date is just Starbucks. <laughs> all right, good. <laughs> yep. It's been, <laughs> it's been nothing but Chip and Joanna Gaines and Palawood ever since. <laughs>
1: Yep, pretty
0: much. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have dating advice? Do you have real dating advice for any of our listeners who are trying to? Uh, you're you're a love guru, Bill. Uh, I need to know your dating advice. Um,
1: just um, uh, have just have fun.
0: <laughs> what? Wow, man yeah Uh, that's fucking deep
1: yeah man you know um
0: stop worrying about dating just have fun fuck bill that was
1: fun. you know fucking put on jaws the revenge (laughs) just let the night take itself away you know you're that's it man
0: it's not about the environment it's about the person man i feel you
1: that's oh no 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 it's about the movie you watch (laughs) the first movie (laughs) And it, if, if, it, if it's Jaws the Revenge, that's probably the person you're spending the rest of your life with.
0: Uh, how about human centipede?
1: <laughs> human centipede, um that I'm not sure. I have not tested that out yet, and uh, probably won't. Um but if I did, I'm gonna go ahead and say that uh it might stick around and they might be a little too they might be a little weird into little little you know. Weird stuff, which I don't know. I'm, I'm a very simple person. I don't yeah. like weird things. I like There's,
0: my beer like, is cold and my sex missionary. I feel you, like Bill. <laughs> I like to
1: sleep. Um, I like to sit. Wow, man. I like Jaws: The Revenge, in uh, movie or book form, either or is good. Mm-hmm. And that's me, man. That's just I, that's
0: me in a nutshell. I would love. If you were just sitting in front of your fireplace one day smoking a corncob pipe, or just a, no, nah, like a, like a, like a, I don't know the names of pipes, a good pipe, like a right real pipe, like a Sherlock Holmes pipe in a robe, just enjoying your slippers, glasses, little scotch next to you, reading the paperback version of Jaws the Revenge. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yep, I'm looking at some of my books that I have right in front of me now, and Jaws the Revenge just so happens to be sitting right there. Good, man. Uh, Along with uh, the complete Twilight Zone companion that goes into graphic detail of each episode of the Twilight Zone, which is (laughs) a great read. It's a great read.
0: Do you read it like you watch an episode and then read a page, or do you just go, oh, I remember this one, or do you skip the ones you don't remember?
1: No, I back and forth if i haven't seen it i'll i'll read it and then watch it or you know vice versa oh jesus christ burping burping up a storm over here
0: yeah you're a little Burposaurus rex yeah
1: and i also have a giant hardcover copy of a book called in search of dracula
0: hell yes Mm -hmm. we gotta we we gotta find we gotta do the haunted house tour and we gotta figure out more scary shit we can do
1: there's a lot of scary stuff up here that i forgot all about um Oh, this is one scary thing that I did the other day. So (laughs) The other um, day? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Drove drove drunk and blindfolded. Made it home, but hey. (laughs) Well, I visited the house um, that uh, famous serial killer Albert Fish. He was a child killer and cannibal. And the house where he killed his last victim, who was a 10-year-old girl named Grace Budd, Killed her and ate her over in a nine-day period. I just found out that house is 20 minutes away from where I live. So I had to go see if it was still intact, and it's fucking there. There are people living in that house right now, and it's, uh... You could, you could Google it, you could find the picture, and you could compare what it looked like back in the early 1900s to what it looks like now, and it's not really much different. Maybe a few paint jobs, that's about it. But it's, uh, very, uh... Very eerie, just knowing what happened in that house and standing outside of it um, with your camera taking pictures while the family is inside, horrified. Like, what is this person doing on my deck? Why are they coming inside my home? Why are they going upstairs? What is happening? Why did he get into my shower?
0: You know? He, He, his nicknames for Hamilton Howard, a.k.a. Albert Fish... His nicknames were the Gray Man, the Moon Maniac, Mm -hmm. the Boogeyman, the Brooklyn Vampire, and the Werewolf of Wisteria. Mm -hmm. Those are the coolest fucking names for a human being. (laughs) The Werewolf of Wisteria! Albert! Hailing yeah. from Sing Sing Correctional Facility in Austin, New York. <laughs> it's funny because he has three confirmed deaths, murders, I should say, three confirmed, and then nine to anywhere to 100 or more possible or claimed.
1: Yeah. That's He was a real sick it. fuck.
0: That's, I, think, I think we need to do a live podcast or a podcast that we then – or whatever, uh, from that haunted um, what's call Hotel. The haunted hotel.
1: Yeah, not a bad idea. And hey, have you ever been to the Joel Rifkin House?
0: No. Go no. on.
1: That's near. That's near you. That's where Joel Rifkin uh killed people. It's in Long Island, I believe. Let me take a look. Maybe Massapequa, maybe.
0: Uh, um, East Meadow.
1: East Meadow, that's right. How far away is that from you?
0: 15 minutes. Nice. I used to live in a town just south of there. Oh. I'm trying to find it. Keep talking. Talk about Joel Ripken. Um. Well, he
1: killed people. That's pretty much it. He lives in Long Island. Or lived in Long Island. I don't really know much about him. I remember in a Seinfeld episode, uh, they referenced him a few times. But I think it was like the early 90s is when he got caught, or maybe the late 80s. I don't remember.
0: Oof. Hold on. Let me take a sip of my beer. This is, this is the hard part, is that if it wasn't for uh, somebody trying to... Oh, my goodness. So he lived <clears throat> on Bruce Lane... All right. Oh wow, yeah. So he lived on. He lived off of Spruce Lane on Garden Street. Garden Street is right by. So it's where Merrick Avenue and Belmore Avenue meet, which you don't care about. But there's a, a diner there, the Apollo Diner. I used to get really drunk there all the time. That's kind of crazy. It was really close. So that house. I would say is like three miles from my mom's house. Oh, wow. If even. Yeah, it's three miles. 3.3 3 miles. Hmm. Interesting. In- interesting. You don't have to go look at that. You just have to come to Long Island, which isn't going to happen. So when that happens, we'll do it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well,
0: I think we can wrap it on throwing out people's addresses where serial killers live.
1: Oh yeah, somebody L- probably
0: lived li- there. Lived <laughs> someone lives there now. It's sold for three hundred fifty thousand dollars. Anywho <laughs> Hey, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Team Tremendous. Buy some shirts. Hey, uh TeamTremendous.pigcartel.com. Buy some other shirts. Go uh, follow uh, myself and Bill, WWE Dutch at the Dam Barry on social media, Twitter, Instagram, whatever, whatever have you. Bill, what do you want to put over today? Did you, uh,
1: talk about, like, uh, social media handles and stuff already? Sure did. Yeah, I got nothing.
0: All right. (laughs) On that note, (laughs) see ya.